Welcome to Phobos Militia Hobbycast. So the wrestling episode has, like, been really long time coming. Oh, fuck. Yeah. God. <laughs> I think it was, like, a a month ago now. It's been over a month that I was like, dude, I want to watch all the promotions, one thing from all the promotions from, like, the last year, and compare them all. Because WWE is fucking... Bad. Just the way that they are booked, the way that they're doing things, because you got old man Vince that's just still booking things like he's in the freaking 90s. It's just like, dude, we need, you need to let these indie guys go, because like, you got these indie guys that have more experience than some of your dudes that are on the main roster that have been there forever. And he's not letting them go, like get unhinged. He's keeping them to the WWE style. What, what people like, you know, Stone Cold and Jr. And they're always like, the problem is like everything's scripted. Well, yeah, it's like their eye movements are scripted. Like everything. If you think that anything in WWE is like ad libbed anymore, it's not. The only things that are ad libbed are the classic wrestlers that come back, like a Ric Flair. The key is letting the wrestler be basically your wrestler, like avatar. You know, is you is you times like a hundred. Exactly. So just let the person be themselves, but to the max. Yeah. And that's what you're gonna get. You're gonna get real shit. It's like watching a puppet versus CGI. Like you can tell that it's real. Yeah. And it's it, it's just like everything is just so scripted that it gives the the wrestlers no room for growth or no room for improvisation. Like they can't do anything. And Foley's problem is, he says he hears that the fans want things, but Vince doesn't like give it to them. Oh, it's even worse than that. Like if you watch something live, they're booing the fuck out of Roman Reigns. But yeah. if you watch it on YouTube. Or you watch it on a repeat anywhere, they're, like, not booing him. They're cheering him. They take out the... Um, I used to notice that because, like, when I would tape back in the day, like, the Raws and the Smackdowns, there were yeah. a few angles that I thought were cool for, like, a while until I got really bored of it. But on Smackdown especially, there's an audience feed that I would pick up on. It's just the best example. You know how when we would play, like, for, like N64 and stuff? Mm-hmm. Like the audience was on like a loop. Yep, you could hear that eventually on the SmackDown, <laughs> and they had like an audience swell, and it would swell and grow, and it was like so doctored, it was almost like embarrassing, like because I had seen it so much. It's great. So they have no problem like fucking with shit like that. No, and I think it was last year's WrestleMania. It was Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns, where Brock was the champ. Romo's challenging him because he won the Rumble, which was, like, terrible because it was so scripted. And they did a thing where Roman and Brock were grabbing, like, grabbing the championship back and forth. And every time Roman grabbed it, they booed the fuck out of him. And then on subsequent playbacks, they didn't have the boos in there. And I'm like, dude, they don't like him right now. Yeah, like that you're just supposed to give the fans what they want. Yeah, and they've come around to Roman Reigns a little bit um, over the last year, which is good, but, like, hilarious. It's the same thing with Cena, though. That's why, like, when Cena went to that ECW event, he got destroyed, <laughs> torn to shreds. Threw his, threw his shirts at the crowd, and they threw it back at him. Like ten <laughs> times, right? <laughs> at least two or three. 
I felt the same way, though. Oh, yeah. Like, it's just, that's not what I want to see in a wrestler. The, the irony is, is now people realize that Cena is, like, busts his ass out there, but he's still so one-dimensional that people are, like, we need something new out of him. Really? I'm They're just... never going to do anything with him. That goes back, and that goes to the, another point of, like, the choreography of mm-hmm. WWE. Like, so, the reason it's so great that I've taped all that shit, I've probably seen, like, a hundred... Rob Van Dam matches, and they all are like the exact same. <laughs> you know exactly uh, what he's gonna do. It's okay. The moves don't go in the same order, but he does the same moves, and he does about five or six different moves, but every time, so you know exactly what's gonna happen. So Rob Van Dam grabs the guy's leg when he tries to like kick him or something. So you know he's gonna do like the dragon screw drop kick. Yeah, it's just like how it works. You know what's funny though is I've actually have a theory. What's that? So this year, this last year was the worst year for injuries that I've seen in a long time in WWE. Like everybody's out right now. It's bad, dude. It's WrestleMania. Cena just came back and got injured. Yeah, Freaking Seth bad. Rollins, who was the champ for almost the entire year, is injured. You have Cesaro's injured. Freaking Randy Orton's injured. Like, so many people are injured. And we had ECW in the past, so what the fuck? Well, my theory is that because of this scripting, they're doing the same, you know, six moves, right? Like trauma? Doing that same move over and over and over is causing people to get injured because they're doing the same moves. Like Nikki Bella's like hurt her neck. Well, her finishing move is the rack attack where she puts somebody on her shoulders and goes to her knees and they land on her neck. So you have that wear and tear now where she's constantly getting injured. So it's, it's like if you use a mouse too long, you get carpal tunnel. Because you mm-hmm. keep doing the same action over and over again. No, that makes total sense. That's the definition of, like, trauma, chronic trauma. Exactly. It's freaking crazy. Yeah, like, if you keep scratching the same spot on your skin, you're going to develop, like, a rash, and then it's going to turn into, like, an infection, and because you keep, like, playing with it. Like, yeah, like, so ECW was really random. A match would last maybe even 20 minutes, and who knows what's going to happen. Exactly. So that I mean, that's the thing that they need to find a happy medium between doing the same thing over and over again and doing random or innovative things. Yeah, something that's you don't expect, and that's the cool thing about ECW too. It, it would go off into these like different pockets of craziness. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but Paulie knew how to like put wood on the fire, though. Like exactly. So it's like so you have Dudley's versus. Um, the gangsters. All right, fuck it. Let's throw the uh, eliminators out there. All right, cool. Now let's throw RVD and Sabu out there. <laughs> now you have like four tag teams going nuts. Yeah. And then they're jumping off balconies and just doing stuff like New Jack. He said he was just so fucked up on cocaine. Like <laughs> he thought he was like God. He would just do anything uh, as long as Paulie paid him enough, of course. Of course. So. uh... <laughs> That was the thing. You had just madness. It was like madness. Yeah. Instead of scripted, I know what's going to (laughs) happen. So the irony is, is WWE has the solution, and it's it's called NXT. That is a great uh, transition there. Yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah, so that's the first of my evaluations. Um, NXT is what I actually watch for wrestling, because I can watch it on Hulu, which is my sh- one of the streaming things I have. I can watch NXT every week. So NXT is on for an hour a week, perfect amount. You don't have to watch three hours of fucking wrestling every week, and then two more hours of SmackDown, or three more hours of SmackDown. <laughs> yeah. Like It's one hour a week. If they have a pay-per-view, it's on the same time, so it's not they don't watch both. So you get that. You get these new guys that come in. Some of them are from the Indies. Some of them are from the training, um, the WWE, um, what is it, something center, performance center. And they're training 24-7, or not 24-7, but every day of the week with, like, awesome, classically trained wrestlers. So you get everything out of there. It's all random. They're trying out new stuff. They're cutting real promos. Um, 
and they're letting them go. They're letting these guys wrestle. So perfect example is Kevin Owens. He used to be Kevin Steen. He was an ROH world champion mm-hmm. wrestling for like 20 years. He finally got his break to come to WWE. He goes to NXT first, and he destroys everyone. He's a beast. He's going through destroying everyone. They're doing innovative wrestling matches and putting on match of the year candidates in NXT. And they brought him to WWE because he plowed through NXT and he went one on one with Cena. <laughs> and they, they, um, he comes out and Cena's like, well, come here, son, l- let me give you some advice. And he goes, hold, hold on, Cena, hold on. I've wrestled longer than you. <laughs> he like put him in his place. He's like, <laughs> I don't give a shit if I just showed up here today. I am, you know, I have way more talent than you and all that. And he actually beat Cena in their first pay-per-view match that they wrestled. That's cool. Cena laid down. However, then the next two pay-per-views, Cena squashed him. Okay. And then Cena, and then Kevin Owens went down to the fucking mid card. Oh, that thing. Oh yeah. And then, and now he's to neuter, neuterville USA. However, they're letting Kevin Owens kind of talk. I don't know if I don't think they're scripting at all because he's he's saying some smart ass shit, and it doesn't seem like the writers would write that. Like The Rock, but they just let him do his thing, or Mick Foley. Because when Kevin Owens plays a heel, he's an asshole, and it's perfect. It's great. He's like the classic heel. Nice. Like 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 a fan will talk shit, and he'll talk shit right back to the fan live on a show. Like some Bubba Ray Dudley shit? Like, yeah, shut the fuck up, kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always love that. Because the fans, like, don't have anything to say after that. Yeah. Dudleys are back, by the way. Yeah, they got rehired, right? And they turned heel this week. <laughs> they always should be heel, goddammit. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a perfect example, though, that like they have... NXT. The the other one, which is really fucking sad, is the women in NXT wrestle amazing. Like they're the, like the, they steal the show just as much as the guys. They let them go nuts. It's like watching the old IWA Mid South stuff that we used to watch with like Misfit and all those crazy asses. They were like Rain. wrestling like crazy. Yeah. And Sarah Del Rey and all them crazy asses. Mickey Knuckles. I don't know about her, man. <laughs> no, but. <laughs> Guess who? Um, guess who the trainer is for the performance center? Um, Mickey Knuckles. Sarah Del Rey, the fucking badass, <laughs> one of the badass wrestlers. Mickey Knuckles is the fat slob. <laughs> like, she's fucking terrible. She was only wrestling because Ian Rot- Dean Rotten's daughter. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stealing everybody's money, but uh, <laughs> anyway. But like Sarah Del Rey is the trainer. She doesn't even. She's never even wrestled on TV before, but she is the trainer of the performance center. So, like, it's pretty badass, but you can tell, because all the women wrestle, well, the so-called Divas Revolution was neutered. All they had was three-on-three-on-three matches at pay-per-views. And they had, like, ten minutes. Not even. So they're just, like, hitting spots, and it was terrible. Because you got these girls, they did an Iron Woman, an Iron Man match on NXT on a pay-per-view. Yeah, shit, dude. And it was awesome. Like, if you watch that match... It was just as good as any. It was good as freaking Michael's heart. Like it was good. Here's my thing. This is that's how I can get my girl in the wrestling. Yes. And and you're cutting that chance for me off. Yeah, because then they go to freaking WWE, and all of a sudden it's another. It's a fucking circus show again. Like no, dude, we're not in the fucking 1970s. We don't want to see Moolah fight somebody and like it'd be funny. Like we want to see Moolah from the freaking 60s where she used to go for an hour. Because I had a conversation with Judy about that. She's like, girls are girls. I mean, girls like girl stuff. (laughs) So you have to have that demographic, and they're basically squashing it for the WWE people, which is actually kind of sexist. Well, my thing is, is that they're heavily hinting that Sasha Banks is going to fight Charlotte at WrestleMania. Uh Charlotte's the champion, Ric Flair's fucking daughter. Um, and they're heavily hinting that that's going to be the match. They had one of the match of the year candidates in NXT last year. If they let them freaking blow the walls off, it might renew my hope in, in WWE. But the problem is, is Vince runs WWE. Do you know who runs NXT? Uh, Triple H. Triple H does. So Triple H knows his shit. 
He is letting them. He knows how to motivate them. I've seen some of his motivational speeches. There's a TV show called Breaking Ground that's on the WWE Network. Okay. And it basically gives you a behind-the-scenes look at their training camp. And Triple H does these fucking awesome motivational speeches. He only shows up every once in a while because he's running the fucking, you know, the business side now a little bit, too. Vince's boy, yeah. But, like, he knows his shit. He's, like... All the trainers are, that's how I knew Sarah Del Rey was the fucking women's trainer. I'm like, oh my God. You know who one of the fucking refs is in NXT? Who? Drake Younger. One of the Naptown fucking dragons is a goddamn ref. I was like, oh my God. And do you think he's training them? Yes. Yes, he is. Um, Another wrestler, Adam Cole, which he was at one of the IWA shows, but he was kind of like forgettable. He's one of the trainers. Like they have fucking indie guys in there training them. Yeah, and everyone, we used to go to a bunch of IWA shows. Any show that we could that was near us because we're just fucking uh, wrestling freaks. To give, actually, the listeners a good idea, IWA Mid-South was ran by former ECW wrestler Ian Rotten. And Madman Panda was on there a lot. He's a Japanese hardcore wrestler. Badass. We saw Abdullah the Butcher. We saw Terry Funk. We saw fucking... um, Sabu. The American Dream Dusty Rhodes. Road Dog, who I slighted. <laughs> Good old Road Dog. Yep, he was there. CM Punk wrestled there. He wrestled there a lot, and this was way before he was in WWE. We saw him like a half dozen times at least. Fuck yeah, and like we saw him. We saw AJ Styles, who's now in WWE. He just debuted. Who was the guy that um did all the flips and stuff? Matt was- Seidel. Yeah, that dude was amazing. Which he was Evan Bourne in WWE. Yes. Um. So he's he's now in um Ring of Honor. Matt Seidel is amazing. So, athlete. yeah, he's he's a badass. We would just walk up to him and be like, "Dude, your shit's sick." He was so down the earth, so cool. From the uh, the movie The Wrestler, uh, Necro Butcher. Oh yeah, he was. Oh, oh my god, I his uh, greatest hits DVD is in fucking insane. Yeah. That shit is some of the sickest, amazing, craziest shit. Me and John just watch this shit and laugh. Like, are you oh, serious? Uh, Dude's walking on glass and bare feet. <laughs> we saw Axel Rotten. We saw um, yeah, yeah. Balls Mahoney, Ian Rotten. Think about that, though, Kyle. The first IWA Mid-South card that we saw had, like, Balls Mahoney and Axel Rotten on it. Then, like, the next one, or it might have even been that first one, fucking Sabu. Like, I think it was the second one with Sabu. And we're like, oh, my God, we're watching this, like, within two minutes of your house. Like, what the fuck is going on here? The people listening, I just got a paint picture. No guardrail. We're, like, fucking five feet away from these people. We got pictures. Front row. If we can find it, we'll put a picture up uh, on the freaking on the podcast page. And if you weren't front row, you could just go to the front row. It was freaking, you're in a gym. No one gives a shit. Yeah, like... Like, we were standing and with Sabu, basically. We saw Sabu twice, right? Yeah. Sabu Sabu versus Jerry Lynn. I actually made him sign my little cousin, Jeff's nephew, yeah. Zach. Uh, I actually made him sign his, his signature because he was kayfabing on us. Yeah, Vicodin, Vicodin, Vicodin. <laughs> he was like, what do you want, kids, Zach? Because, you know, he's like the sheik, like, you don't break your character. Hell yeah. But I was like, man, just sign it. <laughs> just sign it you faggot <laughs> <laughs> I had a mic and I want to give it to him but <laughs> yeah he's when exactly. he left the ring he's like he was instead of like you know saying thank you and high-fiving everyone he was high-fiving everyone saying Vicodin Vicodin
Continuation. Nation. 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 Because we are the nation. <laughs> the domination. <laughs> so, so, yeah, I mean, we saw Sabu. Um, fuck. I mean, there's just so many. So I'll use that as a transition point. Um, so NXT has the potential to have the indie flair like that. But there's other different shows that I watched to make the comparison. So the other shows that I watched are, I, I tried to watch Impact Wrestling again, TNA, IWGP New Japan, okay, and Lucha Underground. So let's start with TNA. TNA first. Yep. Their promos, like, God, I, I can't, they're just so bad. And I've heard, like, wrestlers, too, they... TNA's promos and the story making is just terrible. Okay, so TNA has changed over the years. Um, when Christian Cage was there, you know, Christian and Kurt Angle yeah. and all that stuff, it was actually pretty awesome to watch because Christian's fucking hilarious and they had some really good stories. Then it, it like just went down the shitter. Like they had Kevin Nash <laughs> come in with fucking Booker T and the main event mafia and uh, like when that shit started, I just lost interest. Um, so I watched it though, and I watched like the last, it was like the live episode and uh-huh. dude, the shit hasn't changed. They're <laughs> utilizing people from WWE from like 10 years ago. So like Bobby Lashley. Oh, it's really bad. He's like a fucking cardboard cutout wrestler. Yeah. Like terrible. him. Um, there's a couple dudes in there that have some good charisma and some good talent. I just want to see them go to NXT now because NXT is pretty fucking cool. TNA's booking has always been inferior. It's just weird. You could give them diamonds and they'll give you like dust. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just so like, and the, the problem was, is that they had like a decent time and then they brought in Hogan and Bischoff and let them run wild and they like fucked everything up and then they tried to try to fix it again and they can't even get a, um, a TV sponsor, like they're going on random channels nobody's fucking heard of before. Like they're in a new channel now again, and it's like a channel I've never heard of. And I had to hunt them down. They had like one night only pay per view, like on a Friday night. That's the one that I downloaded to watch, and it was not good. Dixie Carter is the owner. Jeff Jarrett built it up and sold it, and then he, now he started Global Wrestling Federation. He started a new one. That's what Jared's doing? Yeah, and he's bringing in indie guys to do that. I That hasn't debuted yet, to my knowledge, so I don't know what it's going to be like yet. But that's what Jared's doing now. Jared was so bad. Like, as a heel of face, he just didn't care. In any fucking... <laughs> so age, like, WWF, bad, WCW, nothing. God. He's fucking terrible. That's like the black holes of charisma. That's... Yeah, but he's good at freaking creating a federations and shit that gain traction he's just not a good wrestler yeah there's just nothing about him that's but yeah so are they back to the four four side ring right oh uh, no hogan and bischoff fucked everything up took it back to four sided ring <laughs> uh-huh. but no they, they took it back to the six-sided tna thing again okay. um and that's not bad it's it's fine i actually like that they were trying to do something new with that um they didn't really have any x division like they had an x division match it wasn't that great it wasn't anything that I don't see now in NXT. So that was eh. Um they had this guy, Ethan Carter the third. He was he <laughs> has yeah. Oh yeah, he's third Lupin, the yes. third. And he's a fucking heel, he's an evil ass dude. Um I think on he, he was actually on WWE like tough enough for one of those and they didn't hire him. But he's a badass wrestler. Like he has, and he can cut promos and everything. But he's like the only one, so there's like nothing else. <laughs> but you remember the one guy is like Eric something or other, and he was like a little funny dude, little gremlin looking guy that used to run around with the beard, and like he was trying to be funny all the time. Yeah, he's supposedly like a heel now, and he's a badass. Uh huh. And I'm like, dude, I don't buy it. But he's not. He's like yeah. a fucking faggot. Like, <laughs> but it was like, there was that one guy, Bobby Roode. Like, Bobby they're trying Roode to make, they're one. trying to make him like a legend now. I can't stand Bobby. He's, he's, yeah. 
turds. Like I mean, he's not a turd anymore, but it's still like I remember when he was a turd. So it's kind of hard to imagine him not being a turd. <laughs> he's just a turd. <laughs> it's a turd because of the way you're booking him. Yeah, and I think they're booking him fine now, but I'm coming into it one episode. And here's the best example, like we were talking about, like you can give somebody like everything and they just ruin it. Yeah. yeah. It's just the way that the mindset is like, it's, it's amazing. They just don't, they don't get it. They don't get it. They brought in like a classic wrestler from ring of honor and they're calling him the savior or some shit. And it's like, he's just wrestling. Like he's not doing anything special. It's so stupid. It's a dumb gimmick, and it's like, dude, they're pulling stupid gimmicks still in TNA. See, this is where, like, Paul E is, like, the god. Yeah. Like, look at what he did and, like, learn. They're just retarded, like, human beings. Oh, it's 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 bad, man. It's bad. They're just, like, dumb people. If you gave us, me and you, dude. Yeah. It's creativity. Like, it would be fucking incredible. It'd be creative. Yeah. Like, it's, that's the thing, though. So, so TNA Impact, garbage still. It's worse than WWE is, so it's not even not even worth like watching. Um, like if you're a hardcore <laughs> no. wrestling fan, you might be able to find some merit with a couple matches here and there. But like to have to sift through all the dumb shit. Um, the perfect example was there was this uh, rock star spud, some little little guy who comes out with a little bow on his neck when he's wearing no shirt. Little bow tie in his neck with no shirt on, uh, um, but he's like the ultimate underdog. He comes out with versus this guy's name is Seamus O'Shea from Chicago. Seamus, they got another Seamus. You can't have two Seamuses. But uh, it's probably not his name. But um, it was Brad Bradley from IWA Mid South. I remember that Brad Bradley. That's also stupid. Terrible fucking name, yeah. So dumb. Did you take two seconds to think about that or what? His name was Mark Bradley. Another show we saw. But yeah, he came out and he was like talking shit and all that. And then, you know, Rockstar Spud come out and beat him, of course, because he's tiny. But um, but it was like it was terrible. It was a horrible like it was a waste of fucking time. That's what CNA is. It's it like except for like maybe one match in the entire card. It's going to be a waste of fucking time. My thing was with the Raven and the Sabu story arc. Yeah, they took like a month to have like a 10 minute match. It was like, you're drawing this way too long. Like, yeah. where ECW is like, let's just turn off the fucking lights and have Sabu pop up. Yeah. Instead of, oh, let's have Sabu and then let's fucking milk it for a month before we do anything with him. Yeah, stupid. Having these little two-minute promos. Like, you just don't get it. Mm-mm. Don't fucking get it. So I mentioned Ring of Honor. I did actually watch a Ring of Honor because I didn't mention that in the beginning of this this little part. Definitely more indie, more hardcore style. It, it is indie. That's all it is. Yeah. So I watched the best of. Almost every best of match, besides for one, um, was had IWGP New Japan guys in it. <laughs> so that's saying something. If that was their best of the year, that their best of matches had the Japanese dudes in it. Sabu had the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. Because there's multiple IWGPs. It's New Japan Pro Wrestling. It is called IWGP Heavyweight Championship. It's this International Wrestling Grand Prix. I think it has to do with like how that title was formed, and they just kind of stuck with it because it was kind of like a, a cool history behind it. The thing is, though, is that like I watched some of the highlights from their, um, their Wrestle Kingdom 10, which is like their WrestleMania, and... The main awesome guys from IWGP from New Japan, they all got snatched up by WWE. Like, so they're all going like NXT, like AJ Styles. He just debuted. Um, there's this guy like Shinzaki Nakamura, and he's a fucking badass wrestler, like awesome wrestler. And I guess he's going W. He's going to WWE as well. Um, there's also a couple other guys. They're all part of this thing called the Bullet Club, which was just basically a heel stable. But they were all to boost up this one wrestler. That wrestler's name is Finn Balor in NXT. He's the world champion. So he's been in he's been in NXT for a while. The Bullet Club in New Japan was created for Finn Balor. Uh, when Finn Balor left, AJ Styles took it over. So you got this whole thing that could explode in NXT right now uh-huh. and move up to WWE. Like they have 
an opportunity to make it awesome. Um, so basically how I see IW, um, GP, you know, new Japan, it's ring of honor had all the best matches with those guys. There was one match. It was like one of the Bristows cause they're still in new in ring of honor versus, um, Jay lethal. And it was like the first time that Jay or Mark Bristow, or I think it was Jay Bristow got pinned in the last like 10 years or something. He wow. Was, it was ridiculous. Like, so he lost the title to Jay Lethal. It was a huge fucking deal. Um, but it's still super indie. It's too indie for me still. Like to watch on a monthly or weekly basis. Over and over or again, yeah. It yeah, has no. a weird ambience about it that you can only like pay attention for so long. And you gotta watch it live. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you gotta go see it live. Like if we were if we were close to Ring of Honor, we go fucking there all the time. It'd be great. But like on TV or video, it's like eh. it's almost like it's like watching an amateur movie. Yeah, how it's it's like a home video. So watching that with like a best of like a best of or watch their best pay per view mentality is fine. And then if all the good guys like the the notable guys got nabbed up in New Japan, there's still some good wrestlers there. Obviously, they're they're gonna have amazing wrestlers. But I would say that's another show where you need to watch like the Wrestle Kingdom every year. But that's it. So the final piece of the puzzle, it's called Lucha Underground. And I don't have you watched an episode of Lucha Underground yet, Kyle? I've watched one, but I've heard great things. <laughs> My God, it's it's this is the alternative, and it's not that they have that many memorable characters because I mean they kind of generalize the luchadors and and if you watch enough, you will get attached to these characters. It's like watching a movie. Nice. Like the production value is like watching a Rodriguez film. Um, it's on the El Rey Network, which Rodriguez runs. Oh shit! Yeah, like there's guys in there that are known. John Morrison. Oh, he went there. No shit. John Morrison. Uh. Alberto Del Rio was there, and he did a shoot promo talking shit, and then got rehired by WWE. So he's back at WWE, but he was there for the first season. Yeah, I read about that. There was a guy who was fighting Abyss in TNA, which I never really watched. His name was, or actually, he was in XPW. Remember Ricky Banderas? Yeah. <laughs> he is called Mil Muertes, like death. Yeah. And he's like, he wears a mask though, but he's like an evil fucking dude. Um, and then they have these other evil guys that do it a trio. They have a trios champions. So three person champions. They have, um, this thing of the gods where they all wrestle. Um, there's a guy called Ricochet from IWA Mid South that we saw. He was up and coming. He is wearing a mask and it's called Prince Puma. <laughs> but like they put a mask on him and all of a sudden they're luchador. This is a black guy. <laughs> he just does crazy ass flip. He does like a 720 splash instead of a 450. Holy shit. So you, you land on your back? Yeah. Lands cool. on his back. I'd like to see that. I'm about to look that up on YouTube. It's awesome. Like, it is, it's badass. Damn. Yeah, Rick, Ricochet's freaking cool. Um, is he, like, real small or tiny? He's just, he's actually gained a lot of bulk since the last time I saw him, but he's, like, a little muscular. He's just tall and skinny. Huh. But, yeah, they have um, death matches, though, because the <laughs> match that I saw between Vampiro and there's a Mexican dude. But he's like a really badass looking Mexican dude. Um, that that basically, uh, they just did a hardcore death match with broken glass and light tubes, and they only do once in a blue moon, so you don't yeah. get, ever get oversold on it. Um, the wrestling itself is lucha style, so it reminded me of the first hour of Nitro back in the day. Um, for the wrestling, the commentary is uh, was it Striker and Vampiro? Yeah, Matt Striker and Vampiro. So the commentary spot on. Yeah, Stryker's funny as fuck. Oh, yeah, he's good. He's really good. Yeah, um, Vampiro, uh, his body is, like, destroyed right now. Yeah, oh, yeah. Conan was saying he's, like, fuck. Well, yeah, he was he was walking around Abby-style, Ab- Abdul the Butcher-style, like, basically walking around and just hitting people with shit. But um, he only did that one match. And, it like, the thing is, though, the promos are fucking hilarious. So they do the good booking, like, and the good storylines and that... No, but the promos are so so hilarious. They're good. Like they're good, but they're like over the top. Like one guy's like a dragon almost, and one guy's like a superhero that can fly around. Or like it's just like what? <laughs> wow, <laughs> it's like cheesy. Like, but we know it's fake anyway. So why not make it? 
retardedly fake. Yeah, it is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it works really well. That's interesting, yeah. Do, yeah, and they do it by season. So that it's not like you're watching the January episode. Like the shit, they just started season two. Season two recorded like six months ago. But they're editing it all together and making it a, a cohesive story. So it works out really well. And I just I haven't watched this week's episode yet, but I'm going to because it's good. <laughs> like last week they brought out a dude, he was in um he was part of the Nexus in WWE. They brought him out and they had this uh crazy ass black wrestler who w- wears like just wrestling spanks but is like kind of fat and he actually beat the dude on his debut match. I was like, "What?" This is crazy. Like they just they do whatever the fuck they want. Cuz this guy his name's The Mac, like he just he beats the shit out of guys. He's he's just like a really tough dude. Squash man. And and in the story they sell it like this is a fighting club, even though we know it's wrestling. Oh <laughs> they call it the temple. And it's like if it, it comes out in the middle of the desert and it pops up out of nowhere. That's hilarious. <laughs> like you have to like find people on the road to show you where the temple is. <laughs> That's hilarious. And then there's like people like like one of the stories was there was somebody that was like in jail and they'd like break him out and it's, it's really <laughs> wow. Um, you remember M Dog Twenty? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He is in there. I didn't realize it was him, but he, it's like there's like this dude with a mask and a giant beard. He's with like two American. He's like with a dude and a girl, and the girls are wrestling guys too. By the way, they don't care. There's like oh, a, one cool. one female was one of the triples champions, and they did like a three person. They did. All three fought each other. She won, and she got a title versus Mil Muertes. <laughs> he like beat the shit out of her. <laughs> oh wow! It was just wrestling. Like they wrestle each other. So they really change everything up. They do what they want, man. It's yeah. It worked though. It was it was believable because they the the chicks can wrestle. They beat the crap out of dudes. And they don't fuck around. Mm-mm. It sounds really fun, actually. It is, and it actually breathes new light. And I was like thinking about you think about Luchador, you're like, eh, maybe I'll watch it. It's like you think Triple A or you know something like that, but no, this is it's a freaking show. <laughs> and from what Conan said, I think it was on Jericho. He's he's like behind the scenes there. Now I didn't start with episode one. I started with. It was called Ultima Lucha. It was like the the season finale of season one. It was like their two parter. I watched that, so that's when I got to see the Vampiro Death Match in there. I got, it was in the second episode, so I got to watch like the a culmination feuds and things. And I think mean, that's cool. awesome. like one of Conan's little babies or something like that. I think he was in. He was um. He was like basically a manager for Prince Puma or something, or introduced him or something. But that was part of the story. So he probably yeah. he probably started up like the like promoting it and everything. But I, I missed the, I missed the Conan section. So, um, what's crazy though, is like they had like a, their little Vince McMahon dude that was running it or whatever. But like in this season, because Mil Muertes won the belt, it's like a whole dark temple. Now it's all evil and shit. Like he took over. So the guy who won has the championship, like changes how the temple is. And he like sits up there on a throne watching the whole time. That's awesome. Which reminds me of the old WMAC Masters Martial Arts, the fake martial arts show that was on. Yeah, that was nuts. Where you had the champions sitting there watching everyone. That's what he's doing. I'm like, dude, that's classic. It just makes it wild. It's like Smash TV or something. And like the crazy dude that wrestled Vampiro, like it turned out Vampiro was his emperor or, or evil dark set. Like he was the evil guy telling him what to do. But he like... He breaks people's arms. The guy who wrestled Vampiro, he like takes their arm and breaks it. He broke Mil Mortez's arm, so he's up there in the sling. Like for the next episode, <laughs> I was like, dude, that's freaking kind of cool. And Mil Mortez is fucking jacked, big fucking dude. He didn't break his arm. <laughs> like there's no way. But yeah, dude, th- like that out of any show, that one has the best opportunity to be a filler. Because WWE is now regulated to if you want to watch your favorite parts on YouTube. Like, you can watch your favorite two minutes of a match and you won't miss shit. Like, say you want to see, like, Kevin Owens or something. Okay, here's the Kevin Owens recap from on YouTube from, from the week. Like, you don't miss shit because it's so dumb. I'm regulated to Royal Rumbles and WrestleManias now. Just like before. Cool, yeah. I guess it says, yeah, Conan, is, he's, right now, he's just... Uh... Probably, I'm sure behind the scenes, but uh, manager. Yeah. Manager for Prince Puma. But uh, he announced his responsibility for bringing 
Phoenix, Pentagon Jr., and Drago into the promotion. Pentagon Jr. is the evil dude. That's who it is, Pentagon Jr. So it's all about who you know, it's for sure. Hell yeah, it's freaking great. You know Conan, you're in. <laughs> the, the thing is, though, is that that is a really cool one. And I like seeing the wrestlers looking them up on Wikipedia while I watch. And some of them are fucking people. That's how I figured out M-Dog 20 was in there. I'm like, holy shit, that's fucking cool. Like, I didn't realize that was M-Dog 20. It's fun, too, yeah. Yeah, and it's just it's guys that we saw in the Indies, too. Yeah, it's like, oh, him. It's like a little guessing game, and you're like, oh, shit, yeah. I know who you are. It's like when you watch a movie, and you're like, where the fuck is that guy from? Like, oh, my God. Like, watching Weekend at Bernie's, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that dude's from Friday 13th Part 7. Like, <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, shit like that, you know. Dr. Cruz. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's, it's so fucking... That, that's, it's a really cool show. I highly recommend it to anybody listening to. It's just like, it's fucking great, and... I'm going to keep watching it because, number one, they're not oversaturating it. Cause that's what WWE is doing right now. WWE has three hours of fucking Nitro, two to th- or Nitro, <laughs> Raw, um, and then I think SmackDown's two hours. It might be three. But that's every week, man. And then you have all the extra shit. And it's like, so you need to give us, like, maximum two hours of programming a week. You need to keep the champ off the fucking TV. You need to, you know what I mean? Very like, much so. Just like the old days. You know who the champ is now. Who is the champ? Triple H. <laughs> no way. The Royal Rumble is for Roman Reigns' title. Roman Reigns was number one. And basically, he wrestled the whole Rumble. He did a bitch move, and they threw him under the ring, and he actually got taken to the back, so he got to sit out half the fucking Rumble. People, Fans are fans are pissed about that, by the way. That's another booing. Like, oh, yeah. like They just, treat. like, really, you can't even go out there and put forth the whole fucking time. Yeah. <laughs> way to build a character. But number 30 was Triple H. And yes. I guess in story, because I've been watching, in story, Roman Reigns took out Triple H or something like a, a month or two prior. So he hasn't been on TV. And he came back and actually wrestled as the game and threw his ass out at the end. It was great. So he's a champion. That's fucking great. So Triple H has the fucking title. which Hell means yeah. <laughs> Which means it's also going to be off TV. The champ's not going to wrestle. He'll wrestle at WrestleMania, but he's not going to wrestle at Fastlane. He's not going to wrestle at the pay-per-view. It's going to be great. Well, because Triple H never does that. Hell no. Because he knows how to fucking do it right. What's funny, though, is like back in the day, <laughs> we had the whole Triple H freaking era where he had the title for like ever. But now it's like it's been so long. If you look back on it, that was a great reign. And we didn't like it at the time, but now it's like great. So I wonder how we're going to look back on this. Here's the thing. The fact that we didn't like it means he was doing his job. He was a, a perfect heel. heel. 
He was a slime ball hero. That was perfect. He tricked us. Like he did. Okay, so th- it's like Million Dollar Man, and now we like love him because he's so yes hilarious. And JBL's a perfect heel. Oh yeah, like, I want to kill that motherfucker. We hated him. Edge too. Edge we hated, and he's freaking. <laughs> he's a hardcore badass wrestler. <laughs> Little chin boy, you call him. <laughs> he's so like over the top, but thinking back to the Brood, that's pretty great. The Brood was awesome. He always wrestled hardcore matches, like even his matches versus the Cena. Matches. He brought good shit out of Cena. Like I was like, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> like <God>. chinner. <laughs> Compared to now, like, Edge is great compared to, like, Cena. That's the problem with, like, <laughs> you know? Roman Reigns is, like, they're trying to push Roman Reigns as a fucking face and everybody hates him. Like, we're hating, we're hating the face. Like, you don't hate the face. That's what um, Foley's saying, like, it's all jacked up. It's all fucked up. That's why, like, I think they put the belt on Triple H just to clean it up. But here's the obvious thing. Triple H is going to wrestle Roman Reigns and Roman Reigns is going to win the title at WrestleMania. That's the obvious yeah. one. But... Fast lane is Roman Reigns versus Dean Ambrose versus Brock Lesnar. It's coming like this weekend or something. Okay. But um, it's going to be obvious that Bray Wyatt is going to come out, the whole Wyatt family, and beat up Brock Lesnar because they did that in the Rumble. They're going to do it's going to be Bray Wyatt versus Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. Weird. So that's going to be obvious. They got to take him out of the equation. And then you're going to have Roman Reigns versus Dean Ambrose, and it's going to be fucking Roman Reigns is going to win. Like it's it's so predictable scripted, though. Yeah. It's so scripted. It's like God damn it. Why don't you guys? You gave us Triple H at the title. Do some fucking. If Triple H keeps the title at WrestleMania, I would love it. Just because fuck. Like I want to not be. We don't want to be able to predict it. That's the thing. Like, last year when they brought out Seth Rollins and he cashed in the money in the bank to fucking screw Roman Reigns out of the title, that was perfect. What's scary is it's like, here's my thing, like, Triple H is like, fuck, everyone's injured, I guess I gotta go back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what this is. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> They're hurting, man. <laughs> and, and it's like AJ Styles is there now. I heard he got signs, yeah. He debuted at the Rumble in the Rumble match, and he got the biggest pop of the night. They chanted him the whole time, and he lasted a long time. He had a great showing. Dude, that guy is like the perfect wrestler. His first debut match, he wrestled Chris Jericho on Monday Night Raw the next night. Nice. That's a good first. Yeah. What happened? So so in the Rumble, he got thrown out. Um, AJ Styles got thrown out by Kevin Owens, and he said, "Welcome to the WWE and talk shit." Oh boy! So they could build that up for WrestleMania, or Owens could fight Sami Zayn, who also, you know, he was El Generico when we saw him in IWA Mid South. But he could wrestle Sami Zayn at WrestleMania as well because that was a huge fucking match. Did he beat Jericho's first match or no? Probably. Yes, he did. He did. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Was this what he used as a finish? <laughs> I think he rolled him up, but he's going to use Styles Clash for sure. That's the problem, though. It was a fucking... That's a WrestleMania match, and they made it on Raw. Like, Jericho versus AJ Styles, that's fucking WrestleMania. Dude, I would have hired him, like, so long ago. Here's the thing, like, he's, he'd yeah. be the perfect, like, Hayabusa, except, like, he has the looks, too, so he yeah. might as well just have him have the looks because the chicks love him. Well, you know who else is in NXT right now? Mm. Samoa Joe. No, he's a bad motherfucker. Samoans are just, like, bad motherfuckers. And they are using (laughs) him perfectly in NXT. He's destroying people. He's, because, like, Finn Balor's the champ, right? Uh Uh-huh. When he comes out for his pay-per-views, he comes out as the demon. Like, he wears evil-ass demonic face paint, and, you know, he brings out an evil side. And then he went versus Samoa Joe at the last pay-per-view. Samoa Joe goes, yeah, you gotta bring out your demon. Well, I'm 100% monster. I'm gonna kill you. (laughs) Like, like, evil-ass Samoa Joe. I'm like, dude, he's gonna beat the fuck up. And he did, but he he barely lost or something. But, like, you know, because they had to keep the title on Balor for a while. But, um, like, Samoa Joe didn't really lose. Like, he never really loses. Yeah, Samoa Joe is like a haku. Like, there's something about Samoans mm-hmm. that they are the toughest motherfuckers on the planet. Yeah. So, like, this year, we should see a bunch of dudes get booted up to WWE. And I hope, hope, hope that they let them keep their style. Like, if they do. Because, like, AJ Styles didn't go through the Performance Center. He didn't get brainwashed in WWE style, so he 
debuted in Raw without getting brainwashed, so he got to wrestle. Like, it's fucking awesome. He makes a backflip drop kick look like a, a backdrop. And, and here's the thing, though. <laughs> Did you see an AJ Styles match in New Japan? No, I haven't seen that. Because he got the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. I've seen all, like, all the TNA shit, though. You know? After TNA, he reinvented himself and became more of a badass. He's like the Bret Hart. Like, everything's crisp. Everything's perfect. Yeah. Everything's beautiful. There's never, like, a... a like, Hayabusa was kind of sloppy looking back. He, he would miss a shooting star press. AJ would never miss a shooting star press. So, so that badass wrestler, uh, Nakamura... Oh, yeah. He wrestled AJ Styles at Wrestle Kingdom 10. Oh, my God. Like, match of the decade. <laughs> like, match of the century. Like, it was awesome. So, like, Styles is... I don't know what they're doing with Styles now. He had some promo or something. Because, like, I see the YouTube shit. I don't watch them all. But, like, they're doing something with them. I just, I hope that they don't fuck it up. You know, they, they have people wrestling too much on Raw. Like, on WWE, they just wrestle too much. He would be my golden boy. If I was a booker, he's got everything. You could give him a mask. You could take a mask off. He's perfect in every role. He's perfect as a heel. He's perfect as a face. They just debuted him. So... They need to build him up somehow so that way by next WrestleMania, he's ready for his WrestleMania moment. Like, they need to do it quick because he's older. That's true, too, is getting older. Like, he needs to be, like, not fast-tracked. He needs to be slow-tracked to the top. Like, a year build-up. It'd be perfect. Like, he just needs to go through or, like, kind of earn his stripes through and, like, win the Rumble or something. Like... Or Samoa Joe, or Kevin Owens. Like Kevin Owens, they already shat on. It pisses me off because he didn't need to go down that route. They they have no fucking heels right now at the top. Why are you shitting on Kevin Owens? He is the ultimate heel. That's where they fuck up on the booking. And then they got to bring in Brock again because freaking <laughs> the only one that they didn't fuck up. Like it's it is what it is. It's sad though because you're wasting like an awesome potential. And we still don't know who the take Undertaker's wrestling. That's why, like, Jake the Snake should be a booker. Like, Raven and Jake the Snake. Scott Hall. Drunk yeah, and booking. fucking smart people. <laughs> people know the business. They just need to let Triple H start running shit. Like, and that, in yeah. WWE. Yeah, once Vince, like, croaks or whatever. <laughs> Vince needs to just... Step aside. Take a step fucking back and let Triple H run it for, like, a year. Please, yeah. If you look at NXT, NXT was freaking Florida Championship Wrestling. It was FCW. It was a fucking garbage-ass little breeding ground where they go wrestle a little bit. And now NXT is the second biggest promotion in the world. Because it's, it's, it was with WWE, but it's its own brand. It's, it's more popular. It's, it's more popular right now than WWE. But they don't get as many fans. They get more fans than TNA, though. <laughs> IWA Mid-South in that fucking uh, garage that we watched in had more fans than TNA. Like... TNA is the same people every week. So I would say right now, if you're going to watch anything, it's going to be Lucha Underground all day and then NXT. Yeah. NXT is perfect, too, because you get an hour a week. It's awesome. You don't see everybody every week. And then when you do see them, like, yes, I get to see a match with that dude again. Yes, it's been a while. Um, and then you see random new guys that are debuting. So NXT is great. Lucha Underground's great. Both are about an hour a week. Cool. I think an hour is like perfect. Oh yeah, absolutely. And then for like WWE, they gotta fucking win us back. So I mean, <laughs> again, gauge it on WrestleMania. WrestleMania never really disappoints me. Like I always am happy with WrestleMania every year. It's the one I always watch. But you gotta watch WrestleMania. I mean, if you're a wrestling fan. And of course, me personally, I love the Rumble. Like, the the matches on the Rumble were all right. Uh, they were pretty good. I, I still try to watch all four of the big ones, SummerSlam, Rumble, Survivor Series, and WrestleMania, but Survivor Series has degraded and is weird now, so... But uh, there's some good ones. There's still some cool ones out there. The old Survivor Series were incredible. Yeah, the old ones were great. It's weird why they don't do that anymore. Yeah, they have, like, maybe one match, and it's, it's weird, man. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, that's the whole point of the name of the. Why don't you just change the name? 
Yeah, I mean, what the fuck? It was the same thing with ECW One Night Stand, and then all of a sudden they had hardcore or whatever, like, and then they stopped doing like the hardcore matches at the hardcore pay per view. It's like, what the fuck? And that's the best thing about TNA is when they do their like ECW throwback. Tommy Dreamer books them though. The thing with Tommy Dreamer though, he's like, if I say this is me and Terry Funk's last tag team match, it's gospel. Like, yep. we will never wrestle again. He's like, that, that's the key. You have to stick to your, like, guns, though. Like, you can't, like, go back on it and be like, okay, I'm coming back now. The cool thing was what Dreamer was saying, too, when you hold on to that ideal and say this is our last match, it's emotional for the wrestlers, too. Well, yeah. So then it plays back to the viewer as, like, then you feel emotional. You He gets it. He understands how it worked. With the Dudleys coming back, they brought back Tommy Dreamer in WWE. Dreamer's always been had no ego, so he was always willing to get squashed by everybody. Yeah, because they basically, because there's four Wyatts. Uh, Bray Wyatt, there's the other two guys, and then Braun Strowman. They added a fourth big dude. So the, the when the Dudleys were going against them, they brought in Dreamer and then Rhino. Rhino was on NXT for a while. Rhino! But he was actually pretty awesome in NXT. They were using him right. And then they bring him into WWE, and he turns back into WWE Rhino. It's like, ugh. But don't let him talk too much. And if he does, make him go crazy when he's talking. Well, yeah, it's Paul Heyman. Like, knows how to fucking do it. Don't let him be, like, ramble on, and then he's, like, dumb. Yeah, he goes, Rhino! <laughs> Rhino! <laughs> yeah, dude, like, it's... so. But the thing is, is, though, after that angle, like, Obviously, Dreamers went back to the obscurity again. But I don't know what the fuck they did with Rhino, because Rhino was wrestling in NXT, like, quite a bit. And I, huh. they, they didn't throw him back to NXT, so I don't know if they just let him go. That'd be unfortunate, because he had potential to, like, rebuild his career. Because they sent a few dudes back to NXT just to, like, rebuild themselves. That's what they do. Yeah, really, Dreamers' body is destroyed. Oh, yeah. And and he's only going to come in like Triple H, like a swoop, emergency swoop down. Yeah. They actually had Dreamer win a few matches, too, I think. That's nice. Yeah. He didn't lay down for all of them. Jesus. <laughs> I mean, probably the main one, they probably helping sell the new kids, you know what I mean? I remember he would always be on Heat. I would always record his matches, because I, <laughs> I fucking love Tommy Dreamer. Yeah. The guy that I love is like, no one fucking gives a shit about. Well, they're the ECW classics, though. That's the other thing. I see the magic in them, though. Like, the stuff you could do with them. Well, and, like, the guys that I like tend to be the weird ones. Like, Kevin Owens is freaking completely nonconformist, and he's a fucking heel. Like, nobody... Like, the the thing is, though, the fans nowadays don't give a shit about face and heel. That's what it is. It's all whacked out now. That's because they... Yeah, it's because of John Cena. I blame him. And, like, the anti-hero, too, like, the Austin, not blaming Austin, but I'm just saying, nah. like, the the bad guy is the good guy, so now it's all fucked up. That was when Vince went with the fans. Nowadays, they, he doesn't go with the fans like the fans want things. No, he doesn't. He really doesn't. And actually, so he can wrap things up in a perfect little bow, yeah. speaking of not giving fans what they want and then giving fans what they want, Daniel Bryan. Oh, yes, Brian Danielson. Yeah, so he basically, like, that was the whole thing where we could see on the wall that Bautista was going to fucking win the Rumble and win the win the fucking title just to promote the new movie that was coming out. And <laughs> fucking Terrible. the fans, like, <laughs> they booed the fuck out of Bautista to the point where they had to turn him <laughs> heel. And then they had to insert Daniel Bryan into the main event. And they did a whole thing where, you know, Daniel Bryan's a B-plus player and all that shit just on the surface. But, you know, Bre- Daniel Bryan got his little moment. But the thing that most fans don't realize is Daniel Bryan is in fucking Kevin Owens territory. He's been wrestling forever. <laughs> yeah, man. American Dragon, Bryan Danielson, ROH champion from when we watched IWA Mid-South. I think we missed an uh, an IWA Mid South show where he was actually there. It was one that we missed. I, I believe it. It's like the pre beard days, and for all of you listening, just Google the American Dragon Brian Danielson, and you'll see he's clean shaven, short hair. It's crazy how they finally get their break, and then they break their bodies break. From what I saw, I think he lied about shit to get in because you have to tell them about your injuries. I don't think he told them about some of his concussions or something. Like the extent, yeah. 
but yeah, like he did an interview and said that he had like hundreds of concussions. Yeah, I was reading and I was like, holy shit, dude. Ugh, right after you told me, I man. looked it up and I was like, man. It's it's brutal. And I mean, the thing is, though, is that like he's in a place where he could retire. But the weird thing that I see is like, because his wife is one of the divas and she's on that Total Diva show so that my, watch, my wife watches. And it seems like he's not doing anything with wrestling at all, which you would think he would at least train people. Like, nobody gets out of wrestling. They always train. Like, Shawn Michaels, when he took his break, and now, still, he trains people. I don't know why he wouldn't be training people to wrestle. Like, he loves wrestling so much. That's what I was thinking. Like, what's he going to do now? Because, I mean, he's like a loves the loves nature and all that stuff, and so does his wife. And they're giving back to communities and whatnot. But, like, still, he needs to open up an academy or something or... Let him go train the freaking guys at the performance center. Let him do something. Like, you know what I mean? Is he still going to be on the payroll? I wonder what he's going to do now. Well, I mean, his wife is still wrestling, so he's still going to get, you know, he's still going to be fine financially, but, like, for now, I mean, because divas have a very short shelf life. Just like actresses, because... Yeah, same shit. You can be old and fat and a guy, like, the godfather... Like Mick Foley. And it's fine, you know. And it's okay. I'm Santa Claus now. When you're an old, fat woman, no one wants anything to do with you. I mean, that's the classic Carrie Fisher fucking quote. She got big, too. What was her quote, anyway? She's basically the nonconformist, and she basically said that, you know, the perception that Hollywood puts on women is unreasonable. And, you know, trying to maintain that, you know, 20-year-old figure for your entire life is killer. And you see it now because you see, like, females from the 80s and they still look the fucking same like cindy crawford <laughs> vanna white they all look the same they don't age and that's not healthy or natural you know what i mean yeah it's not supposed to be like let's now let's take the male side like marlon brando he was like a james dean and then he turned into marlon brando <laughs> huge huge boy and in um apocalypse now they he they were like he couldn't stop eating i was reading about it like he was getting like weight problems, and they couldn't show. That's why the, his scenes are so shadowed. <laughs> That's funny. He's supposed to be like skinny. That's awesome. But he still got his paycheck. Damn, my daughter's wedding. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing, though. It's the same thing yeah. with female wrestlers. Like they have a shelf life. Small. The irony is, is some of the really, really hot divas from back in the day, like Tori Wilson and Trish Strass, they're still smoking hot. They just, they're not going to wrestle anymore. They're like fitness models and shit. Trish was, oh man, Trish. Great. Classics. <laughs> <laughs> Might be a perfect little uh, stopping point for us, for the, for the Phobos. Yep. Hell yeah, man. So, so pro wrestling, Lucha Underground, and NXT, baby. Oh yeah. That's the way we go. Maybe one day we'll do a one day we'll do a classic wrestling podcast. That'll be fun. Oh, millions! Fuck yeah, we can do a million hardcore wrestling podcast too. But all right, yes. take it easy, guys. See y'all, fuckers, later.